You're listening to the Outfitter Pros Podcast, the show for outdoor enthusiasts by outdoor enthusiasts. On the show, we speak with outfitter owners and outdoor professionals across North America and hear their stories of turning their passion into a profession. Whether you've been in the outdoor industry for years, are thinking of pursuing your own passion as a profession, or simply want to discover new outfitters for your next adventure, this is the show for you. Molly, welcome to the Outfitter Pros podcast. How are you doing today? Thanks, Paul. I'm doing pretty good. It's a Monday here in Montana. Spring. Right. I, ironically, it's, it's a Monday. It's a Monday here too in East Tennessee. So <laughs> it is uh yeah, it looks much, much better there where you're at than where you I like am. that. Yeah. The Yellowstone River. I can't do this backwards thing. The Yellowstone <laughs> River is right there. Hmm. So if you're, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you need to go check that out on the YouTube oh. <laughs> channel because you need to, you need to see the background. It looks pretty, pretty awesome. Well, hey, I'm, I'm super pumped to talk to you today. And I, I think for, for what this show is and what I want it to be, right, we want to talk to outfitter owners across North America, talk about this journey from, from going uh, and pursuing this passion into a profession. Wow. But you, you don't have an outfitter business but no right (laughs) but what what made me so intrigued and and really wanted to have you on the show is that you serve outfitters and that is your that is that is who you work with and and what you do with uh the outdoor guide association and the guide relief program so i'm super excited to talk about those things today uh and, and get into you know what you do why you do it and all that good stuff uh but before that so i just want to talk a little bit about kind of your your background and oh. even how did you even get into this place of of the outdoor industry like what led I to this I don't point? even know I, I honestly it's just you know how, how things evolved through my life I was in broadcasting for 20 years in South Florida and Baltimore and DC so I learned a, a bunch of skills to help with various things and then I kind of segued into the nonprofit sector but also while doing that um uh, my mother died of breast cancer and about 30 years ago. And what happened when I moved to Baltimore is all these things started coming together. Um, and that's when I discovered casting for recovery. That's when I started fly fishing. And so all of these things just started happening. And I really, really hit a philanthropic stride and decided I loved working in that sector. Um, but after the first time coming to Montana, I knew I had to live here after driving over uh, Beartooth Mountain, which is unbelievably spectacular but in doing so had to get back into radio to do it not my first choice but that's what I did and kind of I've been been in Montana since 2013 so coming up on nine years um and I made it over to Bozeman where I wanted to be initially and lost my job with the nonprofit there and the owner of Sweetwater Fly Shop said hey we're looking for something a little different than a manager and you're it Wow. So I've been with Sweetwater for about four years in Livingston and have done events and women's programming and whatever needs to be done. And that first summer, um, nobody was really doing the outfitting. I was like, I'll do it. And I just fell in love with it. I don't know if it's the devil in the details or the clients or the guides or whatever, but it just felt like what I needed to be doing. And that's kind of, I just kind of fell into it. Um, really professionally. 
professionally. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which, hey, however you end up there is okay, right? As long as you end up there. (laughs) Absolutely. I feel very, very fortunate to be working with the owner of this shop. He is an all right guy and probably one of the best humans I've ever worked for. Wow. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So tell me, so you, you at Sweetwater, so you kind of help get into the outfitting and outfit clients that are coming in, pair them up with the guides, get them on the right trips yep. and yep. and all of yep. that. So it started already. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I guess your snowmelt is it's coming, starting. Yeah. It's, it's starting. Yeah. Right now. So yeah. last week we were, we were up pretty high. Um, we have boats out in the river right now. It's about 4,000, but by the end of the week, it's going to start going up again. And this may be the last hurrah right wow. now until yeah. sometime in June. We hope that it's very different from last year and is slow. Last year was a rough summer. Mm-hmm. You know, we were in Hoodal in early July, which is not cool. And that's that's when the, the, the authorities say you cannot fish past two o'clock in the afternoon. The water's wow. low cool. and hot and so. Yeah. We're hoping. Yeah. yeah. Let's 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 hope that uh this this year looks better than last year for, for you guys, right? right and for all of yep. the anglers that are coming to Montana. To oh fish. yeah. It's it's on my list of places to come. I've got some friends in Bozeman Fun. and uh I'd love to come out there and, and do some fly fishing. I'm uh I'm still pretty new myself, new being three, three years or so into fly fishing. So I'm still learning a lot, but that's the thing about fly fishing, right? Is it's a lifetime always, thing. <laughs> You're always, always learning. I, could, I constantly tell, I mean, and my job is doing that outfitting position is managing expectations of these clients. You know, I want to come out and I want to catch all the cutthroat. Well, you know, that's not terribly realistic. Right. Um, yeah. And then I do tell them too, I've been doing this since I don't know how long and I still get frustrated every day and trees and that. Nah, nah, nah. So it's just, it's just the way it is. Right. That's and why it's, it's called fun. that's why it's called fishing and not catching. So yes, sir. Because <laughs> you may not. You may not catch. <laughs> you but, may not. I, but we also we we celebrate our our uh state uh fish, the white fish. If you catch mm. a white fish, you have caught a, a native fish to Montana. So you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Any day on the water is a good day. I, I've come to realize, you know. That is true. Yeah. So let, let's talk a little bit about, about, you know, you, you've been working with Sweetwater and you're doing this, this, you have this outfitting position, but that's not what we're on the show to talk about today. No. You, you do, you have something uh, a little different that helps serve guides and outfitters themselves. So you, you can kick us off and you've got the outdoor okay. guide association and the guide relief program. So yep. feel free to kick off and, and tell us whichever one you want to first. Uh, so okay. we get to know well, a little bit about that. They both kind of happened organically. Well, COVID hit, right? So guides in Montana are independent contractors. Um, so they work for multiple outfitters and shops. And, you know, like any independent contractor, don't have benefits, don't get unemployment. So when the pandemic uh, hit, my boss, Dan Jagone, said, let's raise money for guides because they're going to lose their season. I was like, absolutely. So I gathered a group of people in the state and said, you know, let's do this and let's do it right. And then the CARES Act passed. And I honestly didn't feel terribly comfortable raising money for individuals who are going to be able to get unemployment and $600 a week. So we kind of pivoted and we helped guides in Montana um, navigate unemployment, which even in the best of times is super difficult, let alone a system that is not set up for this. Nobody in the country was, you know, is, is if they're an independent contractor was able to get benefits. So the state had to create all this new systems. And so 
we were kind of helping them with that. Um, where do you go? How do you do it? Um, we were lucky enough to have someone in Senator Tester's office. If somebody really got stuck in the system, would help us get through that. Um, we helped, you know, with PPP and idle loans. If anybody had food insecurities, this is where you go. So that was kind of what happened. And thankfully, we were able to help guides with all of those. Um, but in doing so, I was like, why isn't there anybody doing something? Why isn't there a support system for guides? Um, period. There are guide associations that do great work. A lot of them are conservation focused, but not with any kind of benefit. So the guide relief program was born. So um, <laughs> it's been two years since we started doing this because there's a lot of legal stuff involved. There's, you know, the government's involved when it comes to a nonprofit because I really wanted to do this and do it the right way. So as a steward of donors' money, things were being done uh, the, the right way and nobody could, you know, question us. Right. So in doing this, I uh, engaged an attorney and he said, because what I really wanted to do was the fun thing, but also offer some kind of access to some kind of benefits. I mean, even if they're discount. But the attorney had said to me, you know, these are two very, very different kind of organizations in the eyes of the IRS. So you need to separate them. And I was like, oh, great, here we go. So the guide relief program is still an entity um, and what it will do, it's a 501c3. So what it will do is offer guides in crisis financial assistance. So if they get hurt, um, if they lose a boat, if something happens, they can apply for a small grant and our board will then go through everything and, and you know ask questions or approve or deny or whatever it is. So that is gonna, the main function of the guide relief program, offer financial assistance. Also, um, you know, if anybody is looking for it, they're a guide, they're approved, they can get two free months of mental health services. No wow. questions asked. Yeah. So when the, the second part of that is the Outdoor Guide Association. So that is the second organization. It is a membership organization for guides. Um, and with that also, any guide who applies and approve automatically gets those two three months of mental health care services. No wow. questions asked. Literally all I do, and it's, it's extraordinarily confidential. All I do is upload their email address and they get the next piece of correspondence for the next steps. And they can choose to use it now. They can choose to use it later. They don't have to use it at all, but it's there. And, mm -hmm. and I think one of the things about uh, mental health and the stigma that goes along with it is people think you're weak. You know. Uh, on the contrary, mm. and it's not mm. just for depression or anxiety or substance abuse. It could be if you're having troubles at home, if you have a child that you know you need help with. You know, it's it spans the gamut mm. of services they offer. But then, which and I think that I mean that mental health I think is is it's time to start that conversation, and we are more than happy to start it. Uh, then for about two hundred two hundred four dollars a year a guide will have access to the discount health program. So with that $204, they get free telehealth for the year. Wow. They get discount dental, discount uh, vision, discount pharmacy, vitamins, roadside assistance, global travel, and pet care. Wow. And I've used the dental to, to put it side by side with uh, Delta Dental, which I pay for, and it was a savings. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And and I love how you've kind of you've married these two kind of ideas together, right? You've got the uh, the guide relief program that is to help guides in crisis injuries. Yep. You're like the AFLAC for guides, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's really what that this benefits on the other side is. It is like an AFLAC. I love that. Not, it, it's not total. It's not total health care. Right. It's not health insurance, but it's it's something, right? You know, and the, it's important to know that if you're a guide and your wife has no coverage, your kids don't for that same two hundred four dollars a year. Everybody in your family can get it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's tremendous. And especially too, in, in being a small business owner, right? And you're, you're paying mm -hmm. the self-employed tax, like 20% a year uh, for, for your earnings. And you're having to have all of this stuff. Like, unfortunately too, and I think that the nature of our healthcare system be, being unaffordable for a lot of mm -hmm. people, especially small business owners, to have some kind of uh, assistance uh, whether it be through the guide relief program that helps with the the financial uh, times of crisis, or that that idea of discounted health services where you get tele tele telehealth, you get a discounted dental. That is tremendous, and, and so I I applaud you for for Thank leaning you. into this this I think this very underserved niche, especially oh, among goodness. among outfitters and, and guides. So and, that's, yeah, I, and what the people don't realize, I, you know, I mean, I, people, any of us that are in the industry knows it's, it's a hard job Yeah, and, you know, we, we get the river run through it effect <laughs> that, you know, people see this beautiful day on the water catching fish and it is, but they don't see the guys up at three, four o'clock in the morning, getting ready for their day. And then at 10 o'clock at night, washing their boat or tying flies it is a heck of a long day yeah. and not every client is lovely and cordial um you know but they got to be on and do their thing and they do it and it's it's admirable um i i won't do it <laughs> no way no way um one of the other functions of, of the outdoor guide association is we're we're trying to be like a one-stop shop you know soup to nuts mm. A to Z for guides. So through our, our insurance partners, um, they can also get their liability, which is you need to have it in Montana. Yeah. Not every yeah. state requires a lot of things. Um, for a guide who's a little bit more forward thinking, they can get accident or disability insurance. And we even have a guide who took advantage of the life insurance program. So, and we're just going to grow it um, and add more services for their overall holistic health. Right. Right. And I think you've, you've alluded to some of this next question in, in your answers already, but what's, what's your why behind this? Uh, yeah, I did allude to it because it's a hard job and there's nothing, there's nothing to support what we call yeah. the frontline workers of the fishing industry. Yeah. Right. I mean, in Montana only, I wish I had these numbers. I should have been more prepared, but the outdoor industry brings in just in Montana, millions and millions of dollars yeah um and you know this is our way to kind of help these guys remain healthy be healthy now and be healthy down the future in the future down the road um you know we're we hope to do a financial plan take that hundred dollars you get as a tip and put it away mm. and you know save for your future because again it's a hard job and eventually your body's going to break down Right. It's just right. not sustainable. Right. Um, right. And, and there's no, I mean, we, we cover both uh, fishing and conventional uh, fishing guides, flying conventional. 
Um, and there's no reason we can't expand into other outdoor pursuits. And maybe some day down the road, maybe we'll have a critical mass and we could offer some kind of health insurance. I don't know. I mean, my brain is just, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's always got ideas. Yeah. So right now, the with the Outdoor Guide Association, this is for fly fishermen or, or traditional fishermen. Either right. or. Okay. Anybody in the country who fishes. I actually yesterday uh, or this morning, I got a woman from Wisconsin who is primarily ice fishing guide. Oh, wow. So she's on board. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's fun to watch those come in. Yeah. And, and I love too, like being at the Genesis and what you just said of like, you know, one day we, we dream of this being able to reach further than just the fishing industry. Right. We, and if you're a guide, we want to help you. So I love, I love the, the big dream and I love uh, the vision that you have there. That's uh, that's, that's near and dear to my heart for sure. Because I, I, I was a, a rafting guide for a long time. Uh, and so, and it, it is, if you're a guide period, like it's, it's period. physically demanding work and there's a there's a lot of things that that we often go without because you don't have access to it so that is uh, correct yeah I'm, i mean the cool I'm, thing about the telehealth is i mean if you are a, a whitewater guide somewhere and you get a cold all you need is dial in and right. you know boom you get antibiotic whatever you should need right I, I, yeah yeah and plus who likes going to the doctor's office right yeah no <laughs> not me it is it's not great right right so what are some challenges that you've hit as you've launched into this? You kind of spoke a little bit earlier of just kind of the, with the government and some of the, the fine print that you have to go, you know, that you have to pick through and wade through to make sure that you're doing this right and that you're doing it well. But right. what, what do you think have been some of the biggest challenges for you? Well, literally uh, getting the attorney in the first place, um, having him on board and just kind of keeping me straight is, is huge for anybody who wants to start any kind of business, especially a nonprofit, the scrutiny is incredible. Mm. I happen to know enough about it um, and have worked in the, you know, professionally and personally long enough to know what some of those pitfalls are. Um, right now, getting exposure, reaching guides mm. um, is one of the hardest things, you know, is it through social media? Is it through emails? Is it, right. you know, that um, it could be very costly. Um, raising funds for the Outdoor Guide Association is something I, I really want to get working on. We want to take that money and turn it back in, but we still have operating expenses. Sure. Um, you know, really getting the word out, I think, is the biggest thing, because once people hear about it, they're like, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So when did the, the Outdoor Guide Association launch? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's always been there a little bit for Montana. Um, we had a different name for it and changed it. Um, late last year and then the website that is up right now i think i launched like maybe a month and a half ago or two months okay, wow yeah so i really wanted to make sure everything was in place and still everything isn't in place sure. um there's a there's a a guide portal that once they're a member they can log in and behind there is where all the information where they can contact the insurance company um i'm building a page that's going to have pro programs so you don't have to have, you know, a bookmark with 20 different pro right. programs. You can go right there. Um, so building that up and, and working with uh, smaller companies to, since I vet the, get the guides already, working with smaller companies, maybe some kind of program in which they pay us a fee and the guides will have access to their information and mm. see the discounts they give to guides that way sure. that company won't have to do all it for you know so there's a lot of different things um but honestly the challenge is getting the word out um 
we just launched Orvis actually, who's a partner of ours, thankfully, uh, just uh, launched a mental health video mm. um, that we were attached to. So that's helpful. Um, we're gonna put that out as well. Um, it's, it's a pretty poignant video about a steelhead guide in Oregon mm. and his mental mm. health struggles. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love that you're, that you are addressing the mental health side of things, because you know, I think we, we get lost and thinking, oh, you know, our physical health, you know, we need health insurance and all this stuff. Yes. But we don't realize how, how much mental health plays even into our physical health. right? Oh, so and, much so. Yeah. So COVID. much so. And, and honestly, that was, you know, my boss's idea when we literally started this, he goes, can you throw something in there about mental health? I'm like, absolutely. He, you know, he will tell anyone who he speaks to that he suffers with it. If you saw my last LinkedIn post, he had wrote an article in 2017 for Outside Bozeman about his struggles. And to this day, it's it's poignant and it's, you know, it's an important conversation. Right, right. Yeah, I and if I want to be transparent with you, I, I didn't I didn't know how how much mental health really could impact someone. And so for me, COVID, it exposed a lot of just tension in my life and, and uh, anxiety and depression and things that I'd never dealt with as the world was disrupted. And, and so yeah. I've, I've been seeing a counselor for a year and a half every week we meet and it's been wow. life. It's been life-changing for me to be able to go through that. So I, if you're listening to this right now, if you're a guide and you're thinking, Oh, I don't, that mental health crap is, is dumb. It, it's a lie. It is a lie. <laughs> It is. I, I suffer with it myself. I mean, yeah. geez, since 2004. And honestly, last year, I had a couple panic attacks in my life. They are mm. horrifying. Yes. Um, but I've learned I've, I've not had one in a very long time. But last year, and I think it was working with these organizations, um, I started getting anxiety. Mm. Like I couldn't breathe. And I said to my, I said, you know, why is this happening? If I have asthma or something? She's like, no, honey. <laughs> you are, you are fraught with anxiety. And yeah, you know, right. it, it, it did, it just creeps up on you. And, and honestly, sometimes you just like, I don't feel right. Mm. My head doesn't feel right. My something is off. That's a little sign. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, for, I think with, with mental health and there's, there's something really powerful about nature there's a lot of like really amazing healing properties to it right just being outside and, and i i think if i wish i would have looked up the statistics as well but i think just being outside for like an hour a day reduces your stress level it reduces a lot of your yeah you're right your your <laughs> it, your anxieties it there's something powerful and and really moving about it and for guides especially who really are people's vacations, how do we even help them lean into the healing properties of, of where they're working at to, yeah. to start establishing this healthy rhythm for themselves to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to take a day away to just go and whoop, I've got some technical difficulties on my end over here. Things are dropping, <laughs> falling apart. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> but being able to, being able to, um, yeah, just just help them in that capacity to to get out and, and just just relax and not worry about being someone's yeah. vacation, right? Yeah, the, well, you know, the, a lot of them don't. I mean, last year, I know guys who worked 120 days straight. You know, oh, some of the some of the older guides, some of the more mature guides, seasoned guides, do take that day off. It's the younger ones that uh, 
think they can handle it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there um, go. Yeah. I mean, they, they grind, 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 money, 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 because here, especially they have a very short window in which they get their money for the year. Right. Mm. So that's, that's kind of what they do. Um, but they do love it too. I mean, they right. love being on the water. They love, uh, you know, getting people on fish. So there is that. I think they just need to recognize now and then that it is hard and that it's okay not to be okay. Um, you know, many mm. guides wake up and pop a beer or smoke bowl. That's not healthy lifestyle. Right. right. And there's got to be a point where you say, well, I can't do this anymore. But, and so we're here for whatever they need. Right. Um, mm. If somebody came to me and had a very a special request about something, I would do what I could to help them if it would make them a healthier guide. Yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. I love that. Cause I mean, th that's, there's so much that, especially when you're guiding people down the river, right. There's only so much that you can, you, you can put on a, a, a mask for so long before <laughs> like your true emotions come out and you don't want to just be the, the hard ass guy. That's like not personable and not talking to your people. Cause then you're not going to, you're not going to have a lot of repeat clients that way. Right. No, so, you will not. I, I have, I've had, I've had guides in my past that it is obvious they mm -hmm. have some kind of mental health issue, whether it is anxiety or depression and, and you, you get really short with people and you lash out quickly. And he does that. He's done it with me. He's done it with his coworkers. He's done it with clients. Um, and I know he, he has done his best to handle that but it was just not been enough. Right. So, you know, having it, and you would hope I, I didn't want to have the conversation with him. Maybe I should, maybe that's part of what I need to do. Um, but what is that line? You mm. know, um, we also want to make sure that guides know it's okay to talk to each other, but that's not always the best case scenario. Right. You know, talking to your buddies, you know, yeah. You know, it's probably cathartic for a little bit, but it's not going to be helpful in the long run. Sure, sure. So even just talking about that, of, of kind of integrating the community aspect into what you provide and, and how you're helping at least give them access to things. I mean, what kind of what kind of ways do you have? Maybe and maybe this isn't something that you've thought of yet. Maybe it is. And the small amount that I've gotten to speak to you, it probably is because you're a very forward thinker. <laughs> But how, how do you plan on kind of following up with these guys? Let's say once they're a part of the American, uh, or not the American, the Outdoor Guide Association, like how, how do you plan on following up just to, to make sure that they're engaging and using this and kind oh, of gosh. staying on the same track? So bad at that. I've been yeah. so bad and, and just so busy. I'm trying, I'm not yeah. very good at time management. Mm. I'm awful at it because I have, you know, this job which, you know, it's my priority, you know, and right. I, I make sure Dan knows that, you know, nothing falls through the cracks. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm not great at that. Um, but we're, we're doing a guide, um, a guide a email that we're going to do just to the members um, saying, make sure this is what you know is available. Uh, the guides that were with us last year, I've re-engaged them and said, listen, we have a new website, we have new mm -hmm. programs. So uh, I'm going to give you this next year free so you can kind of, you know, get reacquainted so yeah that, i mean that's that's definitely something i need to figure out how to do and do better actually mm. um and how that looks i'm not quite sure yet yeah. but we do want to make sure that you know we're not one of those organizations that you are part of and we just forget about you right 
Right. That serves yeah. no purpose to anyone. Right. And, and I, and I see that and I see it in your passion, like that comes through and how passionate you are and just how you speak about how you care for them and what you want them to have access to. And, and one thing I was just thinking of when, when you were talking about that was even in the same way that, uh, that, you know, Orvis did this story on, um, or I guess it was a video, maybe a documentary style it was a video. video, right? Mm-hmm. How, oh, 12 how can, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. How can you take the people that are part of your association and just say, hey, like we want to we want to share your story because we think your story is valuable and we we want to help other people who may be struggling like you mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. just share your story to maybe encourage them and empower them to 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 take a step to to move towards that direction of healing. That well, I believe a- that's a yep. As a matter of fact, um, there is one of our guides. He's in Washington. He's relatively new. I'd say he's been around three months. He's actually writing a piece also about speaking, like literally speaking to being a guide in mental health. Mm-hmm. So, and, and whatever his, you know, I just said, you just go and do your thing and, you know, we'll, we'll figure out if we need to edit it or not. So I, he is, he's in the midst of actually writing something right now that we'll put on our blog and you'll put on the, on the social media. And because we do want them to uh, be open enough to, and comfortable enough to talk about their own stories. Right. And, you know, as we build and grow, um, you know, get more of those stories and be impactful in, in, in the, in the guide community. Right. And we're trying to, I'm trying to engage some of the bigger guides, you know, some guides who have, some social media presence to help with that. Mm. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's, that. you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be, it's, it's always hard when you're starting something. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm okay with a slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> Humble <laughs> beginnings are, are uh, something yes. that should not be despised. So not at all. Yeah. So tell me in, in the last, you launched the guide relief program, outdoor guide association is kind of birthed out of that. What's been one of the most memorable, memorable, I can't even speak. <laughs> I didn't do my, my, uh, my articulation. Red leather, yellow, today, yellow, right? red, yellow, leather, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's been one of the most memorable experiences that you've had uh, in this past two years as you've kind of launched into the stream? There's been a couple. I mean, this, this, just the sheer reaction mm-hmm. from people and companies i mean when we launched guide relief program and trying to work out the outdoor outdoor guide association um the companies that came on board without blinking an eye i got a voicemail um (laughs) sorry um uh sawyer ors right on board um the guide relief program chair is derek young he'll be leaving this next thing but i mean they uh said we will give a portion of our ore sales in 2021 to the guide relief program. And I was at the post office right around Thanksgiving. I was the only one in there. Thank God. And I opened up this check and it's $7,000 and I'm standing in the post office, just sobbing, right? St. Croix, St. Croix rods. Um, Couldn't have said yes faster. I, I will give a caveat to this, that my brother is, is the vice president of marketing at St. Croix. Um, But he's also a very fair human being. So if this was not in their wheelhouse, he never would have done it. Right. But they're a big partner of us have been um, cross current insurance, Sweetwater fly shop, obviously my, my boss and and Dan and his wife have been huge supporters. Um, When Orvis came on board. Oh my God. I mean, that's, 
that is that's huge that they see value in this right. uh, as well as Winston. And so there's a whole lineup of companies that I'm ready to welcome on board um, for various uh, partnerships. I mean, each organization have a different kind of partnership. Um, so, you know, those those partnerships are everything to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whether they're personal to the people I talk to, um, but even talking to people higher up in those companies, they really believe in what we're doing mm -hmm. and, and feel as though it's time for the guides to be uh, supported in a meaningful way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Just to, yeah, to have, there, there's so much affirmation in that too, right? As you, as you start talking to these other people and this is something that's, you know, started in your heart and you're putting it into to action and, and to have people come along and say, oh no, like I affirm that I see that and I'm willing to invest in that. That's, that's tremendous. Yeah. That's super encouraging. Yep. It is. And, you know, we're, I mean, this has been a lot of growing pains, especially with the guide relief program. And we're still growing right now for that organization. We're in the process of um, uh, building the fund, you know, what that's, what's that going to look like? What their small grants look like? What are the requirements, you know, and it's a robust application because we are giving you money. So we want to make sure that we just don't start flinging out money to everyone um, without making sure we're doing our due diligence and making sure the process is uh, confidential, that it's also transparent. Um, so we are in the process of that and hopefully very soon we will be able to have that and, and offer those grants. The Outdoor Guide Association, we are full blown, man. Come, if you're a guide, come join us. And it's it's affordable. It's $50 a year. Right. So yeah, right. That's awesome. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know if it's a good business model yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out. You yeah. know, if the community yeah. financially supports us and, and businesses and organizations, then we could keep that very low. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. So Molly, I had a whole lot of questions and just in our conversation, I think we've answered probably most of these, but awesome. I haven't asked a question to you, but I, I love where your heart is. And I love, I love your vision for, for what you're doing and your heart for, for guides and for the outdoor industry, just the, the community at large. And I think it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's super powerful and yeah, I'm excited to see just how this blossoms and how it grows <sighs> and, and, and what happens along the journey. Right. Me too. So if you were, if you were talking to someone right now, if you're, if there's a guide that is listening right now, that is maybe on the fence, like, ah, I don't, I don't need to, to lean into that. Things are okay the way they are. I don't, I don't need, I don't need help. What would you say to encourage them to, to think twice and to, to lean in and, and do a little bit more research on what you guys have to offer? Well, you know, look at the website. It is pretty chock full of, of, I, I look at it sometimes and I look at um, like the discount vision, like LASIK is on there. I'm like, golly, I want this. You know, I mean, go, go really take a look at it. And if you have questions, send an email, give us a call um, because there's something in there for you, especially, you know, you said they're, they're okay now. Mm. Um, but again, we're not just thinking about your health and well-being and your business. Um, acumen. Now we're talking about five, 10, 20 years. Yeah. We are truly invested in your future. Mm. Um, and I think some of the stuff that we're going to be building will show that. And I mean, literally, I mean, the health benefits is it's a nominal amount of money, 
$204 for that. Right. Um, I saved $100 with it on my dental. I mean, that's significant. Yeah. So sure. just, just think about it. Um, it's something is better than nothing. Yeah. I love it. And I think and too, God forbid early, you get hurt. Right. And just the, the ability and kind of like the early adopters, I guess, to it right now, the benefit of that is like, you get to grow as this grows and you get to be a part of something bigger than yourselves, which mm-hmm. I think too, for a lot of people, we, and especially in the culture that we live in is very individualistic. And we think about ourselves, like you do you, I'll take care of myself. But how do we, I think that's a big part of what, how do we redefine uh, our culture and our society to be again, this, this communal kind of aspect and what you're doing is just that. Um, yep. So I, I, I love it. Um, so if Molly, if people want to find out about you, find out about the Outdoor Guide Association or the Guide Relief Program, where can they, where can they find you at? They both have their own individual sites. So it's guideleafprogram.org. And then uh, for the Outdoor Guide Association, that is outdoorguideassociation.org. The phone number is the same. Oh, gosh. I don't remember. 406-404-4655. It's on the website. But honestly, I mean, regardless if you are a guide or, or someone who wants to support one or both organizations financially, um, we are going to try to work on some kind of program in which um, the general population can support the Outdoor Guide Association at different levels, or perhaps sponsor sponsor a guide. Let's say, you know, you have $500 you want to uh, invest that'll give us, you know, 10 guides. 10 guides mm-hmm. could get free membership. So there's, there's different models, and I'm happy to help anybody walk through anything. You know, I'm, I, it's important. I love it. I love it. And what I'll do is I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to this episode to your website, your social profiles, uh, yeah, socials. emails, uh, the just LinkedIn, so- the LinkedIn's a new thing for the outdoor <laughs> guide association. And that has really been the, the, um, again, the response has been incredible. Yeah. 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 LinkedIn is, is pretty amazing. I've, uh, I've, I've established and built a, a, a lot of good relationships on LinkedIn, which is kind of interesting to think about. Right. Where I found you. Right. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, well, Molly, hey, I appreciate your time today. And I'm I'm super excited to see how how you grow, how you blossom, and just the, and to hear the stories that are come that are going to come out of this. That's what I'm excited the most about. And just to see the lives that are changed because of this work that you're doing. And so thank you. Thank you for your commitment to that and your commitment to to guides across North America. I appreciate that. I appreciate your support and your kind words. And that's the kind of stuff that kind of keeps me trudging along, you know, when I'm exhausted, it's, it's knowing that it could really make a a, a little change in a a guide's life. Yeah. Well, keep, keep fighting the good fight, Molly. Thank you, sir. All right. You take care. You too.